0: Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. I'm so excited about what God's doing. I I don't know if you had an opportunity to view online, or we're here on Sunday morning, Sunday night, we had, uh, dear brother Christopher Alam was in, and, uh, Saw some marvelous things, has a great testimony. If you haven't seen that, you can go back online at Living Word Family uh, Church and get online our website and you can pick that up and watch those. But uh, there was some good things happen. There was uh, people getting healed of some things. Uh, one, one lady got, had been wearing hearing aids and having a, a difficult time with her hearing for quite a long time. And she was able to take those hearing aids out and could hear perfectly. So we're, we're thankful for what God's doing today. He's doing marvelous things and he'll do them in your life if you expect him. You know what, uh, the, uh, the breeding ground of miracles is expectancy, you know, that's, if you wanna have miracles in your life, you gotta believe for them and expect them. Uh, things have changed. I, I also told people, maybe you, maybe you saw that, maybe, maybe uh, or we're here, if you were here and, and got prayed for and you didn't get the manifestation of it yet, don't give up, don't quit, just keep going. Amen, amen. So we're excited. Uh, you should be excited about what God is doing. This is a this crazy world we live in, I'm, I'm reminded that don't say crazy, but uh, my wife told me don't say crazy about it, but it is messed up world. But right in the midst of that, God is still doing marvelous things, wow. He's doing marvelous things, great things, I believe. Well, tonight I'm just going to talk to you about some things that kind of came to me on my in on my heart. Uh, you know, it, it says over in Ephesians chapter 5, now Paul's talking to a, a group of spirit-filled, uh, born-again spirit-filled people, and he gives us, and he's given them instruction, but that's instruction that we need today also. It's for the church. And he says, Be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given Himself as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. Then He goes on to tell us the things to avoid. The next uh, uh, verse 3 through 7, I won't read all those, but He said, Don't be partakers of those that are walking in darkness and disobedience. Then He says in verse 8, He says this, For you once You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. It's an instruction. We're not to live like we used to in our old life or to have a new life. And and Paul says, put on the new man. Amen. Put off the old man, put on the new man. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. We talked about that in our small group this morning. We're talking about you know, if you don't begin to say what God says about you, if you don't uh, uh, appropriate what God says about you, you'll be like you used to be. You can be on your way to heaven and be very carnal, very uh, very mixed up, very uh, overcome by the enemy. But when you begin to say what God says, you know, it, Paul said in Romans 12, 1 and 2, he says, well, 12, 2, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by what? The continual renewing of your minds, the amplified says. That means I've been a Christian 40 some years, but I can't stop now. I got to continually renew my mind and you do too. (laughs) That's just what God, the way God put it. And he says, if you do that, you can find the acceptable and proven will of God for your life, amen? But there's also something that when you begin to renew your mind, your natural mind, there's a there's your subconscious mind that the uh the psychiatrists and psychologists call it your limbic system uh, paul said to be renewed in the spirit of your mind well what that what's that mean mike that means hey i'm i got this habit that i've always had maybe it doesn't have necessarily be a totally bad habit just something you don't need to be doing right so, but you go and do it just automatically. You know, it just, you don't even think about it. Well, that's that's your subconscious. You know, uh, I used to be a smoker. <laughs> Thank God it's been years and years and years ago. But I would light up a cigarette and not even think about it. I wasn't thinking about it. I just did it because that was the spirit of my mind. It was my subconscious directing me to do something. Well, you can do that same thing in your own natural spiritual life if you're not careful. And what we have to do is renew the spirit of your mind. Paul said, put off the old man, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and and put on the new man. So in other words, he's telling us there, be children of light, walk as children of the light for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness, righteousness and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Well, how do we find out what's acceptable to the Lord? We have something called a B-I-B-L-E, right? So we get in the Bible, find out what God says about what we're supposed to do. You know, I've uh, we were talking uh, at our prayer group at, at noon, and we were talking about the ifs. How many of you know that the Bible is full of ifs? Now, we didn't get saved by works. But listen, my friend, Jesus saved us by his shed blood and by the sacrifice he made for us. And we accept it when we accept it. If we will say with our mouth and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. What? Well, that's, that's an if, isn't it? Well, it's the same thing with everything else. If you do this, this will be the consequence. Well, it can be good godly consequences or it can be or good godly benefits or it can be the consequences of the enemy. But it's full of ifs. So you want to find out what is acceptable to the Lord and then do it. So be obedient. And have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Amen. For it is shameful even to think of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things are exposed, are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, now this is, this is the part I want to get to. Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Amen. Get out of your old self and get into the new self that God's put you in. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, one of my favorite scriptures. <laughs> I'm a new creature in Christ. Amen. Are you a, are you born again? You're a new creature. Well, what's it, what goes on to say, Paul says, old things have passed away, behold, all things that become new. You got to get the new. Get old, get rid of the old and get the new. Amen. Because that's who you are now. Now in this next verse, he says then, See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. You know, that's so important today. You know what he's saying there? He's saying, walk, watch your steps, watch what you're doing. Walk out your salvation with fear and trembling, Paul said in another passage. What's that mean? Walk it out, do what God tells you to do. Be obedient to what he tells you to do. Now you're walking out and you're doing what he tells you. You're walking in light, not in darkness. How many of you know you can be born again and still walk in darkness, be carnal, do the the things you used to do? You probably know somebody, maybe him in your own family, that went to the altar, got saved, gave their life to Christ, and still lives like they used to. Well, that isn't what God expects from us. He expects us to change. So we have to walk all the time with our thoughts on him, our thoughts being renewed, our thoughts in line with what he says. Amen? And when you do that, you can begin to walk out your salvation. You can begin to walk in newness of life. And then he says, redeeming the time, <laughs> I like that, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Well, what's he mean by redeeming the time? Take thought of what you're doing. What's your time? There's only a certain amount of hours in the day, and there's only a certain day, a number of days in a week, and a month, and a year and we're all allotted time. And time, as they say, is one thing you can't get back. Once it's gone, it's gone. And I'll tell you what, redeeming the time. Know this, we've been redeemed, have we not? We've been redeemed out of darkness into light. And now he's saying, take redeem that time. Take your time, come, come in the presence of the Lord. Know what I'm saying that the Spirit is saying to you today. Take stock of that because that time, eventually will be gone. I just did a funeral for a man 97 years old yesterday. A friend, uh, a good friend of mine, it was dad. And my friend had passed a number of years. 97. But think about that. We think about 97. Oh, that's a nice long life. Well, it was in this life, but in rea- in in eternity, it's nothing. And when, when this man died, everything is gone now in this life. And it and, he, and I imagine if he were here today, 90, he would say 97 went by pretty quick, even though it was seemed very long, right? So we have to understand we're to redeem the time that God is giving us. He said we're to walk circumspectly, we're not to be foolish, you know, and we're to redeem the time. It's, I had two kinds of persons here one is a foolish, unwise person, unthinking thoughtless, careless, uncaring, and worldly. You know, you can ask Christ in your life and still do that. But he's saying, don't do that. Paul said, don't go there. Thinks acceptable to God if he just does a little. Well, I gave my heart to Christ. That should be enough. No, that's not what God saved you for. He saved you for a purpose. He saved you for a destiny. Whether you walk in it or not is up to you. Amen. Amen. That is fairly deep. I'm a decent guy. I'm an honorable person. I do what's, you know, it's okay. And, but I pay dues to God here and there. And I go to church once in a while. And, you know, Easter will be coming up. And, wow, I got to get over there on Easter. Well, if you come here, you can have breakfast if you sign up. But you got to be here for, for the Easter so you can sign up to come and eat breakfast, right? But hard, pressing hard after the things of God. Amen, that's what we're to do, redeeming the time. And then it says a wise person, thinking thinking, and thoughtful and careful, caring, spiritually minded. We don't want to be carnally minded, we want to be spiritually minded, watching our steps, amen, amen. Over in in Galatians chapter five, I want to go there uh, for a moment. Chapter five, verse 16, well, let me get to it. can't read it until I see it. Amen. I hope you're having a blessed evening. But here's what it says. I say then, now this is Paul also, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's called being uh, living your life in a circumspect manner, redeeming the time. It goes on to say, for the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and they, these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. You're having a, There's a battle going on. But if you're led by the spirit, you will not be under the law. Hallelujah. Now he says the works of the flesh, you know, there's a whole group of things here are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, uh, hatred, uh, contentions, jealousy, uh, jealousness, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revel- uh, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand that they, these those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But now he tells us something really good. But the fruit of the Spirit, hallelujah, there's people in light can walk in the fruit of the Spirit. And what is that? love love, love, love. Hallelujah. Aren't we glad that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and now we can go love others? In fact, he tells us, love our enemies. God, can I do that? Yeah, you can. Because now you have the love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. You can give it to somebody else. Love your enemies and pray for those that despitefully use you. Wow. I don't know if I can do that. Uh, Pastor Mike, well, you can if you get in this word and begin to say who you are and begin to say, I walk in love. Thank God the, the power of the Holy Ghost is in me to walk in love, amen? But it's, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy. How I many of you know, joy, man. If you got joy, it will come forward out of your, you know, I, I've many times, you know, not many, but some, uh, I'll be kind of having a down day or and things aren't going quite and and sandy or other people say you okay something wrong with you well when you your joy level is down it'll become across to your face many times and you you you're reckoning but God wants you to have joy and why because the joy of your lord, of the lord is your strength strength against this adverse world and 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 a, and an adversary called the devil amen So he gives us joy. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. What else is it? It's peace. When when everything's going awry, when everything's going wild, when you're facing really difficult circumstances, he he gives you peace. My peace I leave into you is what Jesus said. And he'll do that for you and me both. He is no respecter of persons. You begin to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. You begin to walk in in that place. And you, you accept it. Lord, I thank you for your peace. Long-suffering, long-suffering. You know what, long, to me, what long-suffering means is when you're praying for somebody and you haven't seen the, the results or the manifestation of something good in their life, just keep going. Don't give up, amen? <laughs> What's the old saying? When you're going through hell, don't stop. You just keep going. You, you persevere. You know, I, I said that yesterday at this funeral. This, this man had been... He was, he was raised during the Depression. He had a family that wasn't very good to him. He left home early. He was in World War II in the Navy. He was, uh, uh, you know, and he had lost his wife and his, his son uh, in, in this century. And, and he lived to be 97, but he persevered. He kept pushing forward. Well, we need to have that perseverance in our own life, long-suffering. When you're believing for somebody's salvation, don't give up on them. And certainly don't open your mouth So, well, that'll never happen. Shut up and just say, Lord, I'm believing you. I'm going to trust you. Even if I don't see it right away, even if it doesn't happen in my lifetime, I'm believing this person will get saved or the, the, the situation will change. Amen? goes on to say, what does it say? Kindness. Whew, that's a big word. That's a big word kindness you want people to be kind to you you ever thought about being kind to them i'll tell you what i I don't know about you you can find out real quick when you go to a restaurant or something with somebody else how do they treat how they treat the waitresses how they treat the the people that are serving them or uh, well i i deserve better than that i'm paying a lot of money for this no be kind you know kindness can can open a lot of doors for you when when they're being shut I may have said this before, I remember Keith Moore talking about when he and Phyllis were flying commercial back in the day before he had an airplane and they, and they needed to be somewhere and they went to the airport and that particular flight that they were on was canceled. And boy, they had people go up to the, 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 uh, to the customer service desk and just rail on the guy that was, was working there. Well, I, I need to be on another flight, I gotta be this. And they were, some of them were cussing and carrying on. And then Phyllis and and Keith got up to the line and and Phyllis said, you know, she said, and I don't know if she called him by name. I probably had a name tag. She says, I know you've been going through a whole lot. And she says, I'm I'm sorry that you've had to go through this. She says, I don't want to make your day any harder. She says, you know, if there's any way you can help us to get on a different flight, we need to be over in such and such place to preach. And so I don't know if she said preach, but do we just need to be there? And she says you know i i just want to tell you we're not get, gonna get on you we're just we're glad you're here and doing what you know to do and that's all you can do she said, they, he said no sooner had they said that the guy the customer service agent said to them come with me they went through another door down the ramp and got on a different plane that got them out of that airport and got them going to where they went and he said, he looked at them when they got him there and he, and he said, I could have helped those other people if they'd just be a little kind. Tells you something, doesn't it? Yeah, it tells you something. I love that. Well, it goes on to say goodness, faithfulness. Wow, goodness and faithfulness. This is a fruit of the spirit, to be good. Wow, we used to be bad. <laughs> I used to be bad in a lot of areas. Some would say you still are at times. Well, i like, get rid of that, repent and go on. Right. But faithfulness, faithfulness to the Lord. There's a song that uh, faithfulness to the Lord. You know, we need to be faithful to him and what he says and his, his values and his, what he says we should be. Amen. Gentleness. Wow. Be gentle. Wow. I, I'm just thankful at times. I get, I can get cross just like anybody else, but we need to be gentle. And we also need to ask for forgiveness when we when we've come against somebody and said some things we probably shouldn't and done some things, repentance is a good thing. And it goes on to say, self-control. Wow, use some self-control in your life. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Wow. That's what we're to be in the body of Christ, is it not? We're to pray for one another, bless one another, carry one another's burdens. You know when it says carry one, I'm not asking you to give me your burden so I can carry that load. No, helping you lift it off of you is what I'm looking for. And when somebody, when, you, uh, some, when I'm going through something and somebody comes along and says, let me pray with you and we'll believe God for the answer and, and help you lift that burden off. That's what we're to do. And every one of us, my friends, can do that. We're responsible for that. You know, everyone has been given the ministry of reconciliation. Now, we go back to the chapter 5, and we go to, it says, redeeming the time, for the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise. You know, we can be unwise, can't we? we we got to have wisdom. Well, the scripture tells us if you lack wisdom, go and ask God for wisdom. Well, that's a, a practical thing. I tell you what, it, he'll give you wisdom for everything you need, because he knows everything. Amen? Amen. And he says, but understand what the will of the Lord is. What is the will of the Lord is? Is to walk closely, seek his face, and and do what he's telling us to do. Be obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Well, I go to church. Yeah, but do you live right? Are you doing what's right? Are you doing what these scriptures I just read uh, to you? He will give you the ability to do that if you ask him. And it says, do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation. Well, I always look at it like that. It's not just wine. It could be wine that you physically drink, but it could be the cares and the worries of the world. All the things piling in, heaping in on you, right? That's, that's to me, that's drunkenness. You can get drunk on the things of, of life if you're not careful. So he says, don't be drunk with that, which is dissipation, but be what? Filled with the Spirit. What did he say the fruit of the Spirit was a while ago? All those things we just talked about. Be filled with that. Hallelujah. Now, how do you do it? He even tells you how how to help you get filled with the Spirit here. He says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. I'll tell you what. You're going through something today. You want to get close to God? You just begin to sing in the Spirit. Sing sing with your understanding sing with the spirit begin to thank him oh boy how good is thankfulness thank him oh that men would praise god and and give thanks unto the lord for his wondrous works unto the men uh, children of men you begin to thank him for your salvation we did that this morning we did that this morning in our small group we have we do uh we got 39 im's who we are in christ and i was telling somebody just begin to do that. You say, well, I have a hard time getting settled down in my mind. I said, walk around and begin to say who you are in Christ. I'm forgiven. I'm redeemed. I'm more, uh, more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The next thing you know, you're thinking about those things. That's You're filling yourself up. Then you say, Lord, I just praise you and thank you. And listen, as, as Keith Moore says, we can all sing that and all record. You know, everybody shouldn't record, but we can all sing a, a song to the Lord. And, and I've heard Robert Moore say this when, small, when we're using his thing about small group. You can begin to sing to the Lord. Some people say they sing in the shower. We ought to sing into the Lord. I got up this morning, I was in the shower, I put on some praise music on my phone while I'm taking a shower, and I'm thinking about that. I got a song I like real well right now. It's just simple. I am expecting great things, because God is a great God, amen, in my home, in my life, in my family, in all in my church. I'm expecting those great things. So you can begin to say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, I expect great things. You're a great God, you're taking care of things, you're helping me through every situation I come into. Now, now what are you doing? Then you begin to, songs, singing, and making melody in your heart to the Lord. That's when you make melody to the Lord, is when you begin to thank him and, and bless his name. That's why we need to come together more often. It inspires you to do those things. we well, coming come in here at, at, at church, like Living Word Family Church. We begin to exhort one another. We begin to praise the Lord. We begin to manifest. So then you can go out and face the world. <laughs> Amen? With the joy of the Lord. And it goes on to say, giving thanks when? Always. Always. It's the time to give thanks in the midst of all that's going on in the world. we got these crises with Uh, the the pandemic, and we got uh, wars going on. We got rumors of wars. We got everything. kind. But let's give God thanks for who he is. It didn't say we had to give him thanks for, well, I'm glad you sent the the virus. I'm glad you, no, no, no. Lord, I'm thankful. In the midst of all this, you're right there with us. You're helping us through it. Amen. Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father and in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. What's that mean? Don't think more highly of yourself than you ought. Think about others. Think about others. Submitting, caring about one another, praying for one another. Listen, that's, that's so important today in the body of Christ. Satan loves to divide. God loves to unify. And that's what this whole thing has been in America here recently. It's divided the church. It's divided our families. You know, all of this. Let's submit to one another under, under the banner of the blood banner of Jesus Christ. That way we can come together with that one thing right there. That, that'll push out all this other stuff faster than anything. Well, brother, I don't necessarily agree with your policy of politics and what the pandemic and the mask and all that, but I love you and I know you love Jesus. So we're, we're, we're unified. Isn't that good stuff? That's good stuff, man. I'm telling you, that it, it excites me. When I talk like this, it helps me. Whoa, it helps me to get over some of the things that small things, big things, things that that I, a lot of things I can't even control. It's so, and I'll tell you what, you begin to talk about when I think about his goodness, that's the song, and what he has done for me. How could you not praise his name? How could you not glorify him in the midst of everything that's going on in the world today? Oh, I'm telling you, be thankful and glorify the Lord. Let us pray. We're about out of time here, but Lord, I'm so thankful your goodness, your mercy, your kindness is always towards us. Even when we miss the mark, we can ask for forgiveness. And you said, okay, now you, I've cleaned this slate. Come on, let's go forward now. Don't look back because I got better things for you. May the people in the sound of my voice understand who they are in Christ. May we begin to walk in the fruit of the Spirit, in the power of the Holy Ghost, and redeem the time and walk with with a good conscience of what we're doing. It will please you. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in our lives. You're always with us because you said you never leave us or forsake us. And we're so thankful for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's good to be here tonight, good to be seen. I hope you're seeing me tonight, but uh, take heed to what you're doing and that God will help you through your life in Jesus' name. Amen. See you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.